0: Episode 46. Scientology. Is it a religion or a cult?
1: Oh, yeah, baby. This one's going to be super interesting. Yes,
0: and so highly requested from you guys. So many people. Because everybody's fascinated.
1: Everybody's absolutely fascinated by it because of the element of secrecy that they Mm -hmm. keep around them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, other than what we know from, like, Leah Remney. Am I saying her name right? I don't want to butcher her name. I think so. I know it's Leah. Yeah.
0: For sure. Remney.
1: Because, like, Remini, we all yeah. know, you know, probably have seen Remini. her show Scientology in the Aftermath. So I'm sure some of you out there probably know some things about it. But there's a, like, that a doesn't get into the meat that. of it or, like, who L. Ron Hubbard is, his background, which is fucking crazy. And just all of the really yeah. bizarre things that have gone on. Her show's uh, more focused on
0: experiences and, people have had.
1: Yeah, and, like, uh factors that are coming forward and giving their stories about all the crazy shit that's happened to them while they were uh, a part of the church. So. We will get into that today, but one of the things I wanted to announce today is that we have got pop sockets in the Mile High Merch store. So, pop sockets. If you like pop sockets, which
0: <laughs> why does it rhyme Why you pockets?
1: say? <laughs> that's probably where they. they no, no, it just came to my card. head. Pop
0: sockets.
1: But anyway, pop sockets are now in the store. They're Mile High <laughs> Podcast official ones, so oh, fish. Definitely want to check those out, and you get ten percent off if you use the code. Mile higher and that's MilehirMerch.com. But let's get right into things. Today's Patreon question comes from Lindsay and she said if intelligent extraterrestrial life was discovered or came forward, how do you think humanity would react? How would
0: we react? I think it's really hard to say how you would react until that is actually (laughs) happening. Because it's easy to say, like, oh, I'd be like so stoked, and I'd be like, yo, aliens. People always say that. Like, I'd be so excited and yeah, no, I'd be excited. I'd be more ready than most. I think most people will shit their damn pants.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. What some I people will lose happen. their shit for sure. They'll be like, what? Yeah. We're not alone?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because some people haven't even, ex- you know, accepted that part of it. At least we know that we're not alone, probably. Yeah. So, no, like, I'm, it would no, just be like, for oh, they're for sure. coming. It's not just, like, also, oh, they, there are.
1: Well, also, know? I think it will matter that
0: what exist. they
1: fucking look like, too. I think what they look like will judge I
0: totally agree a
1: lot based upon What these aliens look like Or (laughs) whatever race comes
0: forward Like if they're teddy bears Everyone's (laughs) gonna want to go up and hug them But if they're like giant praying mantis looking Fucking things with guns It's gonna be a little scary And I don't know if I'm gonna want to like welcome them Yeah or
1: like a bunch of little grays Like a little gray aliens like your typical I don't know I think those
0: ones I could handle though Because they're cute and they like kind of look like humans And they look like (laughs) worms-ish You know?
1: Yeah. Well, maybe. They could I would be... rather
0: that than the the praying mantis idea is so creepy. If you have not heard of this, there are a lot of like uh people that have leaked like have insider information or leaked stuff, and they claim to know that there is a species of mantis alien species that is mantis. that resembles mantis, a yeah, which to... I mean we don't know if they're telling the truth. Obviously, take that with a grain of salt. But or like a big but grain why of salt, not? I mean, why a not? large chunk of salt maybe
1: (laughs) (laughs) a couple packets but
0: yeah a couple packets. (laughs) yeah but But
1: who knows i mean i think for one humanity i think it'll be a split thing obviously i Mm -hmm. think some people will be like yeah rejoice some people might treat them like gods and be like oh look the gods are here people that worship aliens like there's people that do and think that aliens are like somehow going to come to earth and save us from everything that's horrible and Mm -hmm. gone bad on this planet but that may not be the case. I mean, it just really depends on what their intentions are. They could be here to be like, "Oh, hey, welcome, come be an interstellar what if they civilization." Literally say like,
0: us? "We come in peace." Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, cool."
1: Hollywood got it right.
0: Yeah, or maybe they like are watching all the Hollywood movies and they they're like, "We should use this phrase." They seem to like this. Yeah, we yeah. come in peace. Maybe they'll understand what we're trying to say.
1: Maybe. Because think... if
0: I was aliens, I'd be like studying our media and like our what we watch and oh yeah, culture oh, yeah. of humans and stuff. Oh yeah, before we just show up.
1: No, they would know everything there is to know about human beings and God, life on this planet.
0: It's really wild thinking about this actually happening. Like, what would you do? What would your whole life would just change in an instant? Like everything.
1: The Earth would feel so small.
0: What would you do? Would you just stay home and watch the news, or would you like go outside and run around? Like, what do you do when? I don't know. Who do
1: you send forward to talk with them and like. <laughs> well, yeah. not us. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Trump. Yeah.
0: You're up, boy. <laughs>
1: Side note, I saw that. I just saw. you actually
0: probably a decent job. What's
1: so funny is I just saw you retweeted this gift that somebody made of. Trump like walking across the like front lawn in the White House. Yeah. And then side by side with like an alleged video of Sasquatch and it's hilarious. (laughs) It It looks
0: (laughs) so similar. (laughs) Their walk
1: is like the same. It's really really funny. But anyways, Uh... in other space news. Oh shit. Can't do it without without uh, the new intro. Sorry guys. And now it's (sighs) All right. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah, Let's don't get right into on it. Morgan. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't pay him for nothing. So
0: mm-hmm. we pay him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: We paid a lot. For He's that, literally okay?
0: over in the corner waiting for that. He's moment. a big
1: fan of the podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. Other news in space news or uh, woke news. Um, this past week or the week before NASA put another uh, rover on Mars, if you didn't know, which whoop de do. Right. They put a new rover on Mars called InSight, but after they did, but seriously, congratulations. Good job, Matt. We're so proud of you. You know, (laughs) you've just held us back from interstellar travel and, you know, space travel. So, anyway.
0: (laughs) But we'll maybe forgive
1: you. But maybe we'll forgive you because NASA was like the Curiosity rover, which is the rover that's been up there for a while. That's just been roving around the surface of Mars Roven? looking for shit. No, <laughs> that be a word, Roven? Yeah, roving. Yeah, roving Roven, on Mars.
0: Roving, roving, <laughs> <laughs> roving. <laughs> I wonder if it has music on its little roving around.
1: Dude, uh, that is not just wild though that there's like this little remote control yeah. rover. Like, who knows what's fucking there? And it's just like cruising along the surface looking for What if you're an shit?
0: alien just chilling and then like all of a sudden, like you're this like, thing like goes by? You're like, like what planet is there, that like, from?
1: Oh, what the hell's is that? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that come from? It's like
0: a metal spider. What is that? did not they kind of look like that? The little rovers?
1: They have like little wheels on them and stuff to go over it. But yeah, I mean it's like a little remote controlled car. But anyway, <laughs> Curiosity Rover found a mysterious shiny object on the Mars surface.
0: Oh, cool. And NASA has
1: nicknamed this object Little Collinsay. Collinsay. Colin because it resembles Collinsay in Scotland, apparently.
0: Oh, Okay,
1: so there's a picture. There's a picture of it and it just looks like um, It looks like a picture taken by the rover, but it does look like the object itself looks very odd It it definitely looks shiny like it's reflecting light or something and honestly It doesn't look that natural to me compared to like other rocks around it, but I'm not sure but basically um, It
0: just looks like a rock to me to be honest
1: Really? Well, that's the thing, and NASA's saying that it might be a meteorite, which it does sort of look like a meteorite, but it's kind of weird looking, isn't it? Like what it could look like a piece of like an aliens chipotle, you know, <laughs> aluminum foil wrapped like or something.
0: <laughs> stop <laughs> How big is that thing?
1: It's small it's oh, not it's small? it's small, yeah,
0: then what are they what
1: so they don't know what it is, and it's the only like way a
0: piece of copper light or something.
1: Maybe or yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like it's most likely probably an an iron meteorite because they found uh, six other on the surface of Mars. So they look similar, but they're mm-hmm. not able to say like definitively that it's, you know, just another meteorite. But obviously, whenever we find something on Mars that is possibly not natural, mm-hmm. a lot of people like to jump or, you know, introduce other perspectives of mm. maybe it's something You know not made from
0: well what's their ideas
1: well I mean aliens always come into the conversation so they think maybe it's a piece of rubble or debris or but it's like why would they just leave some random shit like laying out on Mars you know so some people are saying it could be like pieces of a spacecraft I mean who knows it could be anything so it's as of right now until they test the chemistry and stuff we don't know exactly what this object is but the reason why this even made sort of like headlines is because it's different enough from other meteorites that it p- causes them to question it mm-hmm. is is basically what they're saying so we are not sure what it is and we'll have to just wait and see and who knows what else they'll find on mars and i'm i'm looking forward to when we go to the or china goes to the dark side of the moon or somebody does yeah. cuz i want to know going on someone say they were doing on.
0: that like by 2020
1: yeah china is i think Dude. yeah
0: that's so cool, what if it's just nothing though?
1: What if it's just like a like hollow like like what if it's just like a giant mouth to like a cave like
0: I wonder if like other country do you think Hmm. well, I'm about to go into a whole nother thing it'll just open up so many things
1: well uh, uh, let's save that for yeah. a, a moon discussion. we I should know. do another talk about artificial moon and the yeah. evidence for that because okay, when you start talking about that that's really interesting stuff. no, but- I
0: was going to talk about something different, but yeah.
1: Okay. All right. All right. So the second topic is is something very interesting about MKUltra. Project MK Ultra, which we haven't covered on this podcast yet, which we need to, because mm-hmm. a lot of papers and things are being declassified and now being released to the public. And there's these newly released files from a category called behavior modification or mind control, which pro- project projects conduct or projects conducted as part of Project MKUltra to reveal that the CIA experimented in more than controlling humans with psychotropic drugs, electric shocks and radio waves. They also created field operational remote controlled dogs.
0: What? The fuck. Yeah. That's what they're doing ne- that's what they were doing back then. Imagine yeah. what they're fucking doing now. Right? Oh my god.
1: So if you've ever seen stranger things there's like these type these like dogs it just like Project MKUltra and Stranger Things does a good job of like kind of showing some yeah. of that, you know, MKUltra-esque like stuff. Yeah. With the like mutated genetically engineered dogs and stuff. What? So this is very interesting. Fuck. So how do we know that this is true? Well, documents were provided under the Freedom of Information Act oh by God. John Greenwald. So who's, it's true. Yes. Who is founder of the Black Vault, which is a site I've talked about in the past that has a treasure trove of declassified government docs in every category. UFO, aliens, MKUltra- Definitely check out his site, um, but he sends in all these uh, freedom of information Act requests and a lot of them get denied a lot of them He just gets like bullshit back, but occasionally he'll get s- Some good stuff and that's where he got um, this document or file file named C 00021825 Which a redacted individual writes to a doctor whose name has also been redacted <laughs> with advice about launching a laboratory for experiments in animal mind control The writer of the letter is already an expert in the field, whose earlier work had culminated with the creation of six remote-controlled dogs, which could be made to run, turn, and stop. Wow,
0: that's wild! They
1: were doing some wild shit in MK Ultra, man.
0: That was a long time ago.
1: Yeah, it was. And it's really hard to believe that these types of programs would just like stop suddenly, like stop and be shut down, and nothing like it exists today. Nope. a lot of people think that a lot of people like oh that was just you know in the past they're not doing that today
0: oh of course not they knew they couldn't keep it secret because people that were part of it started talking started sharing their stories and witness accounts so many so people they had to release stuff
1: <laughs> yep so they're starting to release a bunch of stuff And this lit letter uh the writer of this letter categorizes the work with remote controlling dogs as a success Describing in a demonstrated procedure for controlling the free field behaviors of an unrestrained dog Wow, if that is in fact true, that is Crazy to think about and how he did that and I feel bad for these dogs that they had to go through that Because I'm sure it wasn't pleasant for them to get to that point of being remote controlled. How do you even do that? With <laughs> Like
0: oh, so they weren't they were real dogs.
1: Yeah, according to this letter it confirms that this was successful experiment whatever you want to call it and that they were able to I thought to... they were like
0: robotic dogs or something No these are oh. real dogs
1: that they controlled their minds
0: Oh that's horrible Oh you
1: thought they were like robot even dogs worse. or something or like or something Yeah I thought it was like something?
0: Yeah I thought it was some like fucked up experiment No thing. dude this like is hybrids. like on animals thinking. Oh my
1: god This confirms they experimented on on just normal dogs and check this out One file that res- uh one file that has previously been declassified also details how with heady heavy um with heavy redactions the practical possibilities of training and equipping cats for foreign situation field work was also successful oh my god so they were so they were not only testing mind control on humans but on all types of animals as well
0: yeah i'm sure it's the like the very least of what they're doing to animals honestly
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure what they're actually doing would would just scare us.
0: Oh, yeah, it would for sure
1: so I just thought that was really interesting because I Mean, there's just to think that things like that were happening and could still be happening and you know There's a lot of people that that believe that there could be these top-secret programs in the government that are doing you know Genetical engineering on humans and animals and creating hybrid human humans and things like that like Like imagine like a human that's like mixed with tiger DNA. What that would be like, or like they could be doing some crazy fucked up shit like that. For all we know, I mean, if they they, they were doing this, then why wouldn't they?
0: Oh, that's so weird.
1: Because I think at the end of the day, a lot of these programs are done because for military um, advancement. So, to I think what they're trying to do is trying to figure out ways to improve their you know military force and make like the ultimate soldier, you know, kind of have the ultimate like killing machine in mind controlled humans, animals, hu- hybrids, whatever, or, or this is some type of, you know, experiments that were helping, you know, the Illuminati, whatever, control everybody. So I don't know.
0: God, really interesting stuff really though. Bizarre.
1: But yeah, if you're interested in, in reading more about this, uh, I'll link uh Mr. Greenwald's site below the black vaults, very interesting stuff. Lots of, interesting finds on there all right are you ready for this shit
0: i'm ready for this shit
1: oh man scientology guys <sighs> what a beast this some is some
0: shit it is some shit
1: it's i mean i, I i'm gonna try to I, first of all i want to just say i'm gonna go into this open-minded and you know it's quick to judge based upon experiences that you've heard people have with a particular mm-hmm. re- religion or cult and I think it's easy to forget that there's a reason that people do it and when you look at Scientology you have to understand that people willingly go into this it's not like Scientology as far as we know kidnaps people or forces people into it they do you know might pressure you but they don't like force your hand into this religion or cult so I think it's important to just be open about that's true it all because at the end of the day as you'll learn there is some obviously some good nuggets of wisdom in here and things like that that is actually yeah. helpful with it
0: well i see the i see little things in it when i've learned about it that show me why people have joined or like you know because it it's very like it, make, it's very, it gives you a purpose. It makes you feel yeah. like you have a purpose in your life.
1: The way I would describe it is it's a self-help religion.
0: For sure.
1: It's a self-help well, it's, religion. You're growing. With,
0: it's all about personal growth the entire time. You're marking your growth as you go right. up. will explain that It's more. a
1: system of growth. And L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> guides you along the way. So let's talk about the definition of Scientology. What is it? So the word Scientology is taken from the Latin sio, which means knowing in the full sense of the word. and the Greek word logos, meaning study of. It literally means knowing how to know.
0: Knowing how to know.
1: Which is interesting Hmm. because L. Ron Hubbard, you know, knew something, some (laughs) stuff. So obviously Scientology is developed by L. Ron Hubbard. And Scientology is a religion that offers a precise path leading to a complete and certain understanding of one's true spiritual nature and one's relationship to self, family, groups, mankind, all life forms, the material universe, the spiritual universe, and the supreme being. Which this is, I have some, I, I got, so I when I researched this, if you go to the Scientology website, you're going to get a very... You know, one sided view of mm-hmm. Scientology. So you have to look at a bunch of different things, but that definition. Or their
0: channel.
1: Yeah, or their channel. Their That's TV the commercial channel.
0: scares the shit out of me. Yeah. There's the this one guy <laughs> in it that has, I swear, his whole eyes are black. It's like black eyed children.
1: It's no, okay, it not is. the
0: whole eyes, but his whole pupil part. It looks like it's like. It looks like he's looking in your soul. It's like a little freaky. And I'm like, is this like some fucking mind control to get Subliminal me to go to messaging. the Scientology channel? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, people, if you didn't know, there's a Scientology channel. I've watched it a few times. It's pretty interesting.
1: I haven't watched it yet.
0: But they definitely give you a very, very positive view of oh, Scientology. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. very different than what you hear elsewhere.
1: And something else that you don't hear from them. And it this is because you don't find out about this. Apparently as a Scientologist to like the very highest levels, which are called the OT levels,
0: which we haven't even explained. There's like a level system, but we will explain
1: that. So there's different levels to Scientology and at the highest level is when you find out that a central belief with Scientology is that 75 million years ago, 13.5 trillion aliens were banished to Earth by a warlord called Xenu. Okay which Xenu from what I understand is also an alien or extraterrestrial. Hmm. So to compound their misfortune, these exiled aliens were dropped into volcanoes and vaporized with nuclear bombs. Damn. Yeah, that's craziness. Their souls, known to Scientologists as thetans, then lashed on to humans. They believe these thetans are the source of many of our problems, both emotional and social. Hmm. Okay, so what's that's that was what was so interesting to me is like Why there's a reason they wait till you're like really invested in it So to someone tell you
0: ditched this. on this and like told because yeah, someone just looked oh yeah it up.
1: well people like uh, Mike Rinder and like senior executive oh, yeah. that used the factors that used to be at those highest levels were like yeah This is this, this is, is the secret info. They tell you in the ot levels.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: dude if I got to that point it was like this is, this is what it's based on. I'd be like, Are you <laughs> fucking serious? I just spent millions of dollars and now I'm finding out. That but
0: yeah, actually, you spend a lot by that point. Oh, yeah. It's expensive. Scientology is expansive, which is a lot of people don't know that either.
1: It's very expensive. Courses cost mm-hmm. thousands of dollars. It's like mm-hmm. college tuition mm-hmm. for and you have years. For books yeah.
0: And like, yeah, courses and stuff.
1: So. So basically, Scientologists believe that in order for one to become um, at ease with one's unconscious self, a person must take part in a series of audits with a trained Scientology counselor, which Mm -hmm. I'll talk more in detail about later. But by doing so, Scientologists basically rise up in seniority and enlightenment through this grading system that they have. So the controversial Church of Scientology had its beginnings in 1950. With the publication of the book Dianetics, The Modern Science of Mental Health by L. Ron Hubbard. Which, this guy is a science fiction writer. Fiction writer.
0: I can't believe that. And he's like the starter of this religion. That's Mm. so fucking wild.
1: It is very wild. But according to Hubbard's Dianetic Theory, the mind is composed of mental image pictures of every event in a person's life. Memories are pictures of painful events from the past containing pain, or unconsciousness are known in diagnetics as engrams engrams by recalling and erasing these memories a person can be restored to perfect physical physical and mental health and analytical functioning a person whose engrams have all been erased is called a clear so that's what mm. that's what when they're talking about Clearing the whole planet. point of a scientologist is to become clear to basically rid themselves of all these physical and mental health engrams which are
0: it's basically to become like holy or isn't there a christian word for this or like
1: it's like nirvana divine it's like it's enlightenment at the end of the day what you're going to see with scientology is basically l ron hubbard um as as we'll talk about he he was very interested in eastern religions and new age and and very much believes in reincarnation which is at the heart of scientology and basically what he did is he took A bunch of science fiction ideas and scientific ideas that he believes were scientific and melded them together with these Eastern religion and ideas to create this idea and just basically renamed things. So like Nirvana is clear. Clear. Mm. So like a point where you're essentially a god you're a spiritual divine being
0: so you can reach that in like buddhism right but so there's nothing in christianity where you're like completely you're never a
1: god in christianity okay interesting your soul's never a god okay so it's the purpose of scientology to clear the planet in other words that every person in the world will eventually be cleared of his ingrams through dianetic processing so that's why so that's why they have their mission is like we want to clear the world we want to you know essentially rid the world of all these horrible things and we think based upon our methods we can get the world there and that's why they've literally expanded all over the world but by 1954 Elron Hubbard had discovered that in order to be truly clear a person also had to release all the Ingrams from his hundreds of past lives the new side wow, yeah, yeah that's a
0: lot of work yeah
1: <laughs> The new science of Scientology was founded and organized as a religion to incorporate this belief.
0: I was going to say, okay, so the first one didn't make a whole lot of sense because what if someone has none of these Ingrams or bad memories or like really has truly had a very lucky life and hasn't gone through that much? Or maybe they've had a few things or have been bullied or something and they get through that shippity quick. Then you're like, oh, but your past lives, bitch. There's more. Which is
1: infinite. I mean, how do you know yeah. how many past lives you so have? So very
0: convenient. They added that shit in later right? on and readapted. There's the it. hook very right there. Yeah, they're yeah. probably having issues with people like, well, I have nothing else about that I've seen fine. I
1: guess I'm clear.
0: I had a good life. My parents No, loved no, no, me. no, no,
1: no, 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 But in your past hundreds life, you were a thief. Th- th- yeah. <laughs> you murdered somebody in your f- five lives ago.
0: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, God. That's so stressful. It is being accountable for what your past lives did that you don't even remember (laughs) god god that's so wild
1: that would be so shitty to be like stressed out every day like fuck what did i do in a past life oh what did i do i have no idea yeah because for all you know you could be like a horrible person you could be jack the ripper for all you know yeah what if they told
0: you some shit like that like you were a serial killer motherfucker and you can't tell us no because we know
1: how do you clear those ingrams yeah seriously what if you're
0: like no i wasn't they're like Oh, uh, yeah, you fucking were. Because we know.
1: But that's how they hook you in and they keep you there. Yeah. Is, is that basically it's like impossible to go to clear. To get to
0: this. Yeah. It's like a, you know, a just an uphill battle. It's so yeah. hard.
1: Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter like, like how. putting a carrot like, in front of someone. Yeah. Like your bunnies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I have bunnies now.
1: Yes. Okay. But anyway. But according to the theolo- uh, theology of Scientology, a person is actually an invisible entity. Or a uh, thetan or thetan, which a is, is a person is mm-hmm.
0: just in all people, are it's like
1: a soul basically. Oh, okay. Basically, just saying a thetan is like a soul.
0: Okay, so our souls are all thetans and then we're just bodies for the things. right, exactly. Okay,
1: because, yeah, exactly. Because that's so one of the key aspects with Scientology is that even as even if it doesn't matter what age you are, they never look at you as. You know the human being or body that you are or the age that you are they look at your soul so they consider uh-huh. kids to be the same as an adult there's no difference because they're talking about them as thetans or souls yeah so as the thetan becomes relieved of his ingrams he will regain the many godlike powers that are inherently his convenient powers such as telepathy exteriorization which is the ability to separate from his body with full Regain. perception.
0: Oh, so they think they're regaining what they had when they were Thetans.
1: Before they were Thetans, yeah. Oh,
0: before they... Okay, so, <laughs> so they were Thetans once they were banned.
1: Which I'm pretty sure goes back to that they think that they're aliens, essentially.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's They what I'm believe saying.
1: that before they were a part of the Xen- they, like, they Hell, were. yeah, well, they think before. that you
0: get... You get these powers restored and stuff, so yes. they must think that at one point they were aliens, yes. and then they got banished. They were Thetans, and now they're like trying got to be it. reborn as you got it alien human things. Yeah, you got it. You I got, got it. it. I'm passed. I should get. I'm clear. I'm clear. I'm clear. I understand it now. They
1: also uh, they also believe that you could have telekinesis powers, so ability to oh. move objects with your mind,
0: like Matilda. Pretty that'd cool. be interesting. That'd be very convenient when you're laying in bed and you're like, oh. Fuck! I left my phone in the bathroom. Just have it like fly to you.
1: That'd be so convenient and cool.
0: Oh yeah! I wish we had some more powers. I wish we had any powers. Humans have nothing. It's so boring being a human. We have nothing cool we can do. Well, be sweet. Well, we have some. some depending on how okay. evolved you are, yeah, yeah, some people yeah. can do some cool. I shit. know, but who can fly? I've never seen anyone that can fly or do some Teleport crazy or shit like some that. Shit, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying.
1: So you got you got the concept down exactly right. So basically. The belief in Scientology is that everyone was once godlike and that over time we've deteriorated. Mm-hmm. And so the promise of Scientology Turned into pieces of yeah, shit. So now yeah, we get to feel yeah. guilty for something
0: yeah. that we don't even know is true.
1: Yeah. And so the promises is, is that if you start if you go to the Scientology church and you participate in Scientology counseling, which is called auditing, the mm-hmm. person can regain these godlike abilities.
0: What kind of counseling is called auditing? That is that is like Okay, so the word audit in like the financial word means like check into your uh, background, like make sure you're yeah, not full of shit. Basically, def- audit you like so, down to every
1: detail. This is not
0: counseling. This is like humiliation. This is we're gonna get we're gonna, we're gonna explain more expose of what it is, everything, but it's everything about you
1: and make you face it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So a fake thetan- like worse
0: than conf- worth. Sorry, <laughs> it's worse than a uh, like confessional in Catholicism.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's easy it's to like lie on that.
0: that. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'd be nervous as fuck. Well, you I just, am the you worst liar box. Lie. You sit
1: in a box and the and the uh priest talks to you through like a thing.
0: See, I would have nothing good to say. I would have nothing interesting. I'd just be like, um What are you confessing today? Um
1: I you really would have say nothing like,
0: to confess.
1: I cursed or something like that.
0: Um nothing's coming to mind.
1: Maybe you should go to confessional sometime. <laughs> So, so back to Scientology, they believe that everybody's a, th- a Thetan and once they are restored to a godlike state, they become an operating Thetan, which is OT. So that's mm. when I was talking about OT level 3. So you have to be an operating Thetan level 3, which is like Dude, the hi- one of the highest levels I believe. that is such like to fantasy bingo.
0: I am an OT Thetan blah blah blah. I
1: think to find out the truth according to Scientology about your past.
0: Okay. But science.
1: but that's the thing is like some sci- like the Scientologists like in the church if they've been asked about this they like deny it. They're like, "Oh, no, that's not it. But like we got this info from people that were actually at these levels." So
0: So do you think Tom Cruise is an OT then?
1: Mhm. Oh yeah. Oh, Tom Cruise is like
0: captain. He's like David Miscavige's s- best friend. He's
1: second in command. So if Tom Cruise the actor We'll talk um, more about him too. Yeah. But the auditing that they make you go through can cost as much as $1,000 per hour when you're getting up to those higher OT levels to, to, in order to attain this high-level status of being an operating Thetan. Death in Scientology is known as dropping the body. And according mm. to Scientology, oh. when a person dies, the Thetan or spirit has been pre-programmed to return to an implant station out in space. <laughs> In the implant station, the Thetan will have all memories from the most recent lifetime electronically erased. And then the Thetan will be sent back to Earth to pick up a new body or start another life.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a vicious cycle.
1: Are you guys uh, sensing these uh, science fiction elements? Yeah. elements to it? Totally. So with with auditing Scientology promises that the person can r- erase this return command so that they will never again have to return to an implant station after death he will then be a free being able to drop oh. his body and pick up a new body with full consciousness and self determinism
0: interesting
1: so it's the it's similar to like ideas of Buddhism and things like that in the sense that you keep you know you keep going over but they say forcefully put back into new bodies i assume to continue to try to achieve that ot status before you can actually reach that you know highest level and be free of everything and just kind of be a free being Hmm. so scientology's therefore believe that they are very ancient beings with memories that reach millions of years into the past and that they're inherently immortal once the impediments to immortality the ingrams have been erased they essentially believe that they can be god become gods.
0: And they think that it was just discovered as a religion or made into a religion recently because why? Like, I mean, he just made well, this religion.
1: Well, that's the thing. And and when we talk about who Elron Hubbard, the guy yeah. who made up this shit, it'll make a lot more sense. And you'll start seeing the true motives behind it because mm-hmm. when you hear all of that, you're like, Okay, this does kind of sound like kind of a out there religion, whatever. You know, what's the big deal? Why do yeah. we you know. Why are we being so angry? Well, well let's look more. at the guy who came up with it, because when you f- when you hear some of the things about him, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, this makes a lot more sense now." So to his followers, Elron Hubbard was larger than life. The biographies of Hubbard given within Scientology portray the metamorphosis of this legendary man in stages from youthful prodigy to teenage adventurer to brave war hero to the long suffering Messiah who gave his life for all. Jeez. It's literally what they they portray him as. But unfortunately, almost every fact in the Scientology biographies of L. Ron Hubbard is a lie.
0: Oh my god.
1: While the legendary accomplishments of him could have come unedited from one of the swashbuckling novels, the true facts of his life reveal quite another picture. So, L. Ron Hubbard, the official biography begins, according to Scientology, was born in Tilden, Nebraska on the 13th of March in 1911. His father was Commander Harry Ross Hubbard of the United States Navy. His mother was Dora May Hubbard so far everything is true but then the biography continues and says Ron spent his early childhood years on his grandfather's large cattle ranch in Montana said to cover a quarter of the state it was on this ranch they learned to read and write by the time he was three and a half years old the truth is is that Hubbard's grandmother or grandfather was a small-town veterinarian who did not own a cattle ranch in Montana after Hubbard and his parents relocated to Helena Montana where his father was hired to manage a local theater, the grandparents soon followed, and they bought a house on 5th Avenue, and the grandfather opened the capital city, Coal Company. Story continues. L. Ron Hubbard found the life of a young rancher very enjoyable. Long days were spent riding, breaking bron- broncos, hunting coyote, and taking his first steps as an explorer. For it was in Montana that he had his first encounter with the Blackfoot Indians. He also became a blood brother of the Blackfoot this is completely made up in the imagination of young Elron ron hubbard wow, he actually really? yep completely so scientology gives you a very very exaggerated made-up version of l ron hubbard's life to really make him seem like this great individual and, and hero of the religion that he is but in fact young ron hubbard lived with his parents in a small apartment on rodney street in helena and he attended the local kindergarten. When he was six years old, his father enlisted in the Navy after the start of World War One. For the next few years, Ron and his mother followed Harry to a series of port cities where Harry was stationed. By the time he was 12 years old, young Ron Hubbard had read a large number of the world's greatest classics, and his interest in philosophy and religion was born. Ron Hubbard had the distinction of being the only boy in the country to secure an Eagle Scout badge at the age of 12 years old. Oh, wow. Which is, Which is like... I think pretty much impossible like that's that's some like prodigy shit right there And I don't think there's even an uh, actual record of this with the Eagles or uh, with the Boy Scouts of America
0: So he probably didn't actually do that
1: As yes, I mean there's not proof that he did But the following years from 1925 to 1929 saw the young hubbard between the ages of 14 and 18 as a budding and enthusiastic world traveler and adventurer Having the financial support of his wealthy grandfather, Elron Hubbard spent these years journeying through Asia, which would make sense where he might got have gotten exposed to, you know, a lot of Eastern religion, Buddhism, and all these ideas. Reincarnation, yep. you know, is a big uh, ideology uh, ideology over there. So
0: yeah, that makes a lot of sense. His travel experience.
1: Mm-hmm. So Elron Hubbard was up and down the China coast several times in his teens from ching to to hong kong and inland to peking and manchuria in china he met an old magician whose ancestors had served in the court of kublai khan in the hills of tibet he lived with bandits who accepted him because of his honest interest in them and their way of life in the remote reaches of western manchuria he made friends with the ruling warlords by demonstrating his horsemanship cough cough this does not seem uh, legit to me, but deep in the jungles of Polynesia, he discovered an ancient burial ground steeped in the tradition of heroic warriors and kings So yeah, this is according to Scientology biographies that he did all of this and that he was this wow. grand adventurer as a teenager just traveling the world I was gonna
0: say it sounds like he wrote this doesn't it? Yeah
1: <laughs> The truth is a bit more believable at the age of 13 the Hubbards had moved to Bremerton, Washington where young Ron was an eighth grader at Union High School Hubbard enjoyed such activities as hiking and camping at the nearby Boy Scout campground. <laughs> Tears later, when Ron was a sophomore at Queen Anne High School, his father was unexpectedly posted to Guam.
0: So he well, was not an Eagle Scout? Sorry.
1: Yeah, it sounds like he was not an Eagle Scout. Wow. He rather camped with some Boy Scouts. Okay. <laughs> so his parents, uh, or his dad was posted to Guam, and Ron spent this part of the summer there sailing with his mother on the steamship. Pr- President Madison was stops in Honolulu, Yokohama, Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Manila. In the spring of his junior year, Ron dropped out of school. Two years later, Ron was enrolled in the Woodward School for Boys in Washington, D.C. as a substitute for taking the college entrance exam. In 1930, Ron was admitted to George Washington University School of Engineering with a major in Civil Engineering. So he dropped out of high school, and then he tries to go get into college and his grades for the first semester ranged from an A in physical education, a C in mechanical engineering, a D in chemistry, and Fs in German and calculus, earning Excellent him a D job average. There, Ron. So definitely not uh cut out for school. So after a second and and similar semester he dropped out of school. So he just seemed like school was not his thing at all.
0: So he was like fuck it and left.
1: And he went on to try to say that he had a PhD at one point.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Which he
1: ended up having to renounce later when it became learned that the degree had been purchased from a Californian diploma mill.
0: Yeah, because he it sounds like he didn't even graduate high school.
1: So he's like one of those individuals that could never make it through school or, or high school, college and and get attain that academic mm-hmm. status and title of being like, I'm a doctor, I'm a PhD, you know, I'm an expert in physics or whatever. He wanted to be that like smart guy you know that that guy who has all of those academic credentials Mm -hmm. but never could achieve them so soon after he left college he married and began his career as a struggling science fiction writer his stories began to appear regularly in astounding science fiction magazine in 1941 as the united states was drawn into the second world war hubbard was determined to get into the navy he composed his own letter of recommendation for the military he said I have known, or he wrote his recommend. he wrote his own letter and it said, I have known him for many years and have found him discreet, loyal, honest, and without peer in the art of getting things done swiftly. Mm. For courage and ability, I cannot too strongly recommend him. <laughs> Hubbard stories of his name. He wrote that cr- about himself?
0: Yeah. Wow. In
1: order to get into the military. But
0: he said, I cannot recommend him?
1: No, he said, I can't, uh, he said. I cannot too strongly recommend him.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: So commissioned by the U.S. Navy, Hubbard was ordered to the Philippines at the outbreak of the war and was flown home in the Secretary of the Navy's private plane as the first U.S. returned casualty of the Far East. He served in the South Pacific and in 1942 was relieved and rushed home to take part in the battle against German submarines as commanding officer of a Corvette serving in the North Atlantic. After serving in all five theaters of World War II and receiving 21 medals and palms in 1944 He was severely wounded and was taken crippled and blinded to Oak Knoll Naval Hospital This is according to scientific or Scientology biographies now listen to the actual truth about his war career So they the Scientology points him out to be this like war hero. He got 21 medals He got he got injured and wounded and had you know, that's how he got taken home but in fact Hubbard's first job in the Navy was a desk job in public (laughs) relations. He soon requested a transfer to Navy intelligence. On his way to this posting he was uh he so antagonized the superior officers that they sent him home with an entry in his record that say that stated This officer is not satisfactory for independent duty assignment. He is garrulous and tries to give impressions of his importance. He also seems to think he has unusual ability in most lines. These characteristics indicate that he will require close supervision for satisfactory performance of any intelligence duty.
0: Wow.
1: So they were like, dude, this
0: dude's crazy. Dude,
1: what are you talking about? Wow. You want to do this? You can't even do this. Like, You can't even do this desk job. There's a reason he got a desk job. But Scientology ignores all of this.
0: Of course I do. It's not very convenient.
1: So Hubbard was given another desk job. Eventually, however, he worked his way out of this job and into the submarine chaser training center in Miami, Florida. After a few misadventures on training ships under his command, the following notation was placed in his record. Consider this officer lacking in the essential qualities of judgment, leadership, and cooperation. He, he acts without forethought as to probable results, not considered qualified for command or promotion at this time recommend duty on a large vessel where he can be properly supervised oh
0: my God how embarrassing dude what an idiot
1: but this is painting a perfect picture hopefully of what this dude was like he's like one of those like know-it all guys that thinks he like knows everything but he actually doesn't know shit and he just annoys the fuck out of everybody so later on hover was also posted on USS algal and the algal prepared to go into battle in a strange incident which occurred just before algal sailed to the Pacific. Hubbard discovered a homemade gasoline bomb in a Coke bottle amidst the cargo being loaded onto the ship. There was an investigation in this curious incident, but the results of the investigation were not recorded. However, that evening, Hubbard was relieved of his duty.
0: Hmm. So they it seems like they're kind of suspicious that he may have put it there.
1: Hmm. Maybe. So according to Scientology... He came home after being crippled and blinded at war, which he then resumed his studies of uh, philosophy and by his discoveries, uh, sorry, and by his discoveries recovered so fully that he was reclassified in 1949 for full combat duty. It is a matter of medical record that he has twice been pronounced dead and in 1950 was given a perfect score on mental and physical fitness reports.
0: So this motherfucker seriously lied about being blinded and crippled in the war blinded. Dude, that's ballsy. That's a big ass lie. And
1: being dead twice. Mm. So it's all this all of this narrative that has been created to paint him as as almost like this Messiah figure. You know, this sort of you know, almost godlike individual. Right.
0: (laughs) Eagle Scout at age twelve.
1: But the reality (laughs) is is that Hubbard reported in sick with a suspected ulcer and was hospitalized at Oak Knoll Military Hospital in Oakland, California, where he remained until December 5th, 1945 when he was discharged from the Navy. Contrary to his own reported receiving 21 war medals, he received four routine medals, which were awarded to all servicemen serving in this war. He was also awarded a small partial disability rating. So yeah, so that's his, uh, that's early on and his military days. Not quite as heroic as he and the church assigned Scientology you make them seem. Now let's get into some darker things that a lot of people I don't think even know about Scientology or know about Hubbard himself. And many people believe that this uh, Scientology is based upon concepts of Satanism or has some things that correlate with it. Because Hubbard's mentor was in fact the infamous English black magician, Aleister Crowley. Which if you don't know who Aleister Crowley is, very interesting individual um he he's somebody that i think we should cover at some point because he had his own uh cult or order which we'll talk about in a minute but um a lot of people especially christians obviously say anybody that pretend you know anybody that pretends quote unquote to dabble in magic and Mm -hmm. and kind of sorcery witchcraft that type of thing that's what crowley was into he's a dark magician he -hmm. did all these like Ritualistic things and he had this order that he was a Basically led so essentially like a cult but he as far as what I know about him I, I wouldn't say he was necessarily like a Satanist like I Think a lot of people relate him to Satanism because there is Satanist aspects to it like he Alistair Crowley called himself the beast which the beast in yeah. Christian terms is, you know, 666 Satan is another word oh, for it. the beast. Yeah. Oh,
0: I didn't know
1: that. So apparently L. Ron Hubbard reportedly discovered Crowley's works as a teenager on a trip to the Library of Congress with his mother. He was fascinated by Crowley's magic, which is the name of uh, uh, literature, and Crowley became Hubbard's mentor, a relationship that would last until Crowley's death in 1947. And in one of his later lectures, Hubbard referred to Crowley as my good friend, So Crowley's most famous work was called the book of the law in which he expressed his philosophy of life Which is do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law Which is a philosophy Hubbard was to live by throughout his life Many of Crowley's beliefs have been incorporated into Scientology Especially in the secret upper levels of Scientology called the OT levels that we talked about Following in Crowley's footsteps Hubbard adopted some of the practices of the black magician including the use of drugs and the use of affirmations According to Hubbard's son, his father regularly used illegal drugs, including amphetamines, barbiturates, hallucin- uh, hallucin- uh, hallucinogens, including cocaine, peyote, and mescaline. So there's some psychedelics in there, too.
0: Mm, he was tripping balls.
1: So that, that that's also a big aspect to um, Alistair Crowley and stuff is like psychedelics and stuff. Very, very interesting stuff. But after being discharged from the Navy in December of 1945, Hubbard did not head for home where his wife and two children were living in Bremerton, Washington. Instead, he headed directly for a house in Pasadena, California, where an eclectic assortment of people lived, including one, Jack Parsons, the leader of the occult organization called the Ordo Templis Orientis, which is the U.S. name for the organization headed in England by Crowley. Parsons and Hubbard collaborate, collaborated on the Babylon working, which is a sex magic ritual uh, intended to summon an incarnation of Babylon the supreme thelemite goddess so they were so hubbard was set from what we know it sounds like he was participating in some of these dark magic rituals and things like that so that's why people think he got a lot of inspiration from you know crowley and the ordo mm-hmm. templis Orientis as far as you know some of the aspects of it so so the church scientology admits to hubbard's involvement with parsons while claiming that it was for the purpose of of naval intelligence. In the late 1940s, Hubbard practiced as a hypnotist. Wow. And he worked in a Hollywood posing as a swami. The church says that Hubbard's experience experience with hypnosis led him to create dietetics.
0: Hmm
1: So piercing are piecing together these hypnotic techniques, Freudian theories, Buddhist concepts, and the elements of other philosophies and practices, Hubbard Put came up together. with Dianetics, which he published in 1950. Wow. Which he called the modern science of mental health Jeez. So basically Scientology is formed on this Dianetic pro- uh, Practice where the patient working with a partner called an auditor recalls the past painful experiences in mm-hmm. reverse chronological sequence Supposedly erasing their negative effects and attaining the state of clear so basically to put it, to make a long story short when talking about Dianetics he um, essentially created this new method and was pushing it as fact like this this really works. this will really, you know he was he was trying to seem legit, you know, uh-huh. but, but it was
0: scientific
1: yeah, that he created this essentially new form of uh, scientific treatment for mental health. but of course, Dianex was immediately opposed by the American Medical Association and the American Psychological Association saying that. His uh, claimed results couldn't couldn't be co- corroborated. However, people were interested and made this book a bestseller because I think it probably was interesting to read, especially at the time because it was it's like think like, about 1950. About? It's like yeah, that would have been like very ahead of its time mm-hmm. as far as like what he was claiming and you know things that he came up with that would help you you know achieve the state of clear. It probably was interesting, an interesting mm-hmm. read.
0: Yeah probably was
1: so auditors repeatedly asking uh put patients in a trance state to recall earlier similar incidents patients began to report past lifetime experiences hubbard incorporated belief in past lives into his evolving ideology discussing the concept in his second dianetics book called science of survival the hubbard foundation began to collapse as the initial dianetics craze wore off and hubbard's newfound emphasis on past lives exacerbated tensions with the foundation's financial partners by 1952 Hubbard was penniless and had lost control of Dianetics so I think in the beginning I think he thought you know he he I think when you look at Hubbard I think you, he's just kind of this really out-there guy this very you know I think he's pretty deep because he's thinking about all these things but he's definitely got like a very different perspective than the you know social norm and and things like that so I think um I d I don't think necessarily he knew at that time when he wrote Dianetics that he was going to like create this grand religion and it was gonna be everything that it is today, right?
0: Yeah, I mean I think he did. I think he wanted to just
1: Like do you think he had it planned from the very beginning that I'm gonna write this book Dianetics and then I'm gonna create this religion called Scientology?
0: Well no, I don't know if he did that, but I think when he started Scientology he intended it for to be a big, huge religion
1: yeah well i think he also i think money played into this as well money plays into the creation of scientology and and his intentions for it Mm -hmm. majorly because i think he thought like all these books were just going to continue to be a success and you know he might just be able to be a a successful accomplished writer and he might actually get legitimate you know status and reputation for it Mm mm-hmm and when that didn't happen i think that's where he started thinking about okay
0: i think he wanted to have like power though over people and like fame like he wanted to feel like like special like a god like that other guy like higher and above people so the only way to do that is through church i don't think his intentions were as much about the money and the platform as much as it was about controlling people a lot of people that start like if you look at jim jones mhm he was I mean, wasn't for anything else other than controlling people. He was barely into the religious side of it So hmm. sometimes you need a vehicle something yeah. good enough for people to get behind to believe you to be able to control people So I kind of do think it was all part of his process all along.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense I I think there's a lot of factors that play into it, but um, let's let's talk about how Scientology the religion itself is actually born so Elron Hubbard became interested in a type of lie detector called the Electro-Psychometer, which he believed would yield better results in auditing. He attained a franchise for this device, which he renamed the Hubbard Electrometer or E-meter. Which, if you don't know what the E-meter is, it's it's the the little device has like a dial on it and and like two almost like baton looking things, and the person being audited holds onto the batons, and then the person auditing, I think, watches the meter, and it's you know supposed to tell them you know different things and you know whether or yeah. not I, I don't know exactly what it does but
0: it doesn't it's like people claim to know how to use it or the people who run it know how to use it but it's basically just telling people what's going on in their own mind mm-hmm. it's really fucked up because you can be like well no and they're like well yes i have proof right here that this is what you're thinking or that it's like so fucked up like mentally taxing on people and people have like trauma from being audited
1: mm-hmm so he began calling patients pre and within six weeks had created a new subject apparently out of thin air hubbard called his new subject scientology and in, and, in, and in introducing it he claimed to have discovered the human soul whereas Dianetics had to address the body scientology involved freeing souls which hubbard called thetans from supposed entrapment in the physical or material world and restoring their alleged supernatural powers Hubbard established his first headquarters in Phoenix, Arizona and awarded himself the degree of doctor of Scientology. See, that's what I'm saying is I think it was a also like a status thing for him too. like you want and, and a control thing, too. You yeah,
0: know. definitely status. You want to
1: be taken seriously. He was like he hadn't been taken seriously his whole yeah. life. And so he
0: wanted like people to look up to him. He had like a God complex. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. So, in april nineteen fifty three he wrote a letter proposing that Scientology be transformed into a religion as membership decline and finances grew tighter, Hubbard had reversed the hostility to religion he voiced in Dianetics so that's all I'm saying is like in during Dianetics, I don't think he ever intended Dianetics. to turn in Dianetics. I don't think he intended to start the religion at all. like mm-hmm. I think it was something a later afterthought that he realized. Money power control status everything I want. I can create it for With myself. This. Yeah, right So at this point he outlined plans for setting up a chain of spiritual guidance centers charging customers five hundred dollars for 24 hours of auditing Well, wow. because he's he's cash poor. So he's trying, you know, he's trying to make this a business as well And in December 1953 hubbard incorporated three churches church of american science a church of scientology and a church of spiritual engineering in camden new jersey
0: spiritual engineering
1: yeah again his whole thing is like science mixed with religion yeah. you know religion and technology spiritual idea. on february 18 1954 incorporation papers were filed in los angeles for the church of scientology of california the first official scientologist organization the movement qu- spread quickly throughout the united states into other english-speaking countries such as britain ireland south america or south africa and australia and beyond and to this day they're they're completely global like no matter where you live do a google search for church of scientology and i'll bet you anything there's a church of scientology where you live unless you live somewhere super rural but they're in most countries including denver which I, i thought was interesting so hubbard set himself up as or i'm sorry Hubbard himself headed up the Church of Scientology in its early years. In 1966, he resigned all offices and focused on developing post-clear operating Thetan levels. He spent most of his time during this period aboard a fleet of seagoing vessels staffed with young and particularly devout Scientologist volunteers. The Sea Organization, or Sea Org as they called themselves, became the elite of the Scientology movement. But this is what a lot of people don't know about L. R. And Hubbard is that in 1972 He faced criminal charges in France in which Hubbard returned to the United States and began living in an apartment in Queens, New York When he when he was faced with possible indictment in the United States Hubbard went into hiding in April 1979 He hid first in an apartment in Hemet, California, where his only contact with the outside world was via 10 trusted messengers He cut contact with everyone else even his wow. wife damn whom he saw for the last time on in August
0: 1979.
1: Hmm. So basically what had happened is that in 1979, uh, there were FBI raids during Operation Snow White, which is 11 senior people in the church's guardian office were convicted of obstructing justice, burglary of government offices, and theft of documents and government property. Operation Snow White was a criminal conspiracy by the Church of Scientology during the 1970s in order to purge... Or get rid of unfavorable records about Scientology and L. Ron Hubbard. So wow. that that was a big big deal for them and did not look good on on L. Ron Hubbard, which is hence why he went into um, went into hiding. And this project included a series of infiltrations into and thefts from 136 government agencies, foreign embassies and consulates, as well as private organizations critical of Scientology. Wow. Carried out by church members in 30 countries. So this was a huge deal, and they they had a fight from the very beginning because when they first started out, they they briefly had tax-exempt status as yeah. as a um, religion. But then that was taken away because of these raids and realizing that they were doing sketchy and illegal shit. And so it was years and years and years that they were uh, trying to get, get that tax-exempt status back and be considered a legitimate religion.
0: So then they did.
1: Mm-hmm. But they, and have they did it,
0: and then they've lost it again now.
1: No, I'm no they didn't lose it. No.
0: Oh, I didn't think so you No, no. Told me that the yeah, other day. I, I don't, like, I don't know
1: where I uh, that was yeah, no, they're info. still tax-free They are tax-exempt. Yeah Crazy, so L. Ron Hubbard on January 24th, 1986 died of a stroke at age 74 at his ranch in Creston, California and that is when David Miscavige Infamous David Miscavige emerged as the new head of Scientology. David
0: the Savage. Should we'll be talk name. about
1: him more in a minute. All right. So Scientology, as we know it today, we know that they have a celebrity center, yes. which they opened in the late 1960s, which is in Hollywood,
0: and they are super into the whole celebrity thing. Like, yeah, you it's want to talk about part that? Part about Scientology, um, just the idea that, I mean, they want to have as many famous faces as they can to make. Because it does make more people interested, you know, if Tom Cruise or like, what are you guys doing? Like, what's It's if, a marketing strategy. Yeah, and John Travolta. John Travolta, I can never say his last name. Anyway, you know who else it, is a
1: Scientologist? I didn't know who. The girl from uh, her name's Laura Prepon, I think. Hmm. She is Alex from Orange Is the New Black. Alex. Oh, really? She's yeah. a Scientologist. Yeah. Oh, that's and wild. from That's So Seventy or. T-
0: that's so that's, 70s. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> big. No,
1: stop. Don't even embarrass me like that. <laughs> so, what's this? How do you say it? It's 70. That 70s that's show.
0: That's so 70s show. That's 70s oh. show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for your soul. <laughs>
1: that fucking show. She. That girl is a Scientologist. Which yeah. girl? Laura Prepa.
0: Oh, her. Yeah. Oh, I
1: don't know what her name in that her show is. Her name is an
0: Alex, and is it? Oh, it Alex is. Alex
1: in, in Orange Is the New Black. Oh yeah 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 with okay. Piper. Wow,
0: she is. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. Girl, yeah. So anyway, there's a ton of celebrities, and they have like this celebrity center thing, and they have these big events. It's all very lavish. Their events, their big meetings are very lavish. They want it to look their like a fancy are, inner yeah. club. Like it almost has a sorority fraternity esque feel to this Oh, the it's secrecy. a fraternal organization yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. It's definitely like an elite club. Well,
1: I think they do that on purpose because I think their, their idea is that it will draw in more members. And one of the things that they do now to draw people into any of their churches, and somebody actually emailed me, Francesca, she emailed me, uh, knowing we we're going to talk about this, saying that she took one of their free personality tests. Oh, That's wow. how they, they put it like on their sign. Like If you've ever walked past the Church of Scientology, mm-hmm. all of the buildings are super fucking nice they, they look are. really nice that they spend a fancy. lot of money on like their like big
0: banks or something yeah
1: like really fancy churches yeah and they do look like churches but they offer free personality test if you come in and talk to them hmm. so francesca went in and took one of these uh free personality tests and i just want to uh, read real quick what she said about it because she thought it was interesting but She said, being interested in Scientology and went inside of the building in Copenhagen, Denmark, and was spoke to in English and was persuaded, my boyfriend would state harassed to take a personality test. The situation was really odd. Personally, I think they are collecting data on people and also highlighting what sort of person is more likely to become a member of their church. She still has a personality test, which she sent me, and I I didn't have time to look over all of it, but it's like this very scientific-looking personality tests that i think you know maybe points out some things and they gave her the personality test and they also gave her a free dvd on l Ron hubbard (laughs) wow and they they advertise this personality test at i think almost all the churches like if you want to we should just go in and be like hey can we get a personality test
0: yeah i want to try it see what they would say i wonder how similar it is to just like the myers-briggs personality tests
1: it was, it was called Oxford something. I don't know. But like, some
0: of the um, celebrities there, Tom Cruise, Christy Alley, John Travolta, Beck, Isaac Hayes, and others. And obviously there's, there's you know
1: people like Leah Remney that were in it for a long time. Yep. Katie, uh, Katie Holmes, because she Holmes. was married to
0: Tom Cruise. Poor girl. She went through oh, some shit. Oh, God. Seriously. He He just seems like freaky to me. Sorry if you're like a major Tom Cruise fan, but he just like weirds me the fuck out. He doesn't look like the nicest dude.
1: He seems so robotic to me. He yeah, was, like, it's almost like scary. <laughs> Mind controlled, almost. I don't know. Like,
0: he seems like he like has a very like fake personality. I don't know. I just get asshole vibes from him. <laughs> but if um, you've
1: ever been to Clearwater, Florida, they've literally taken over that that town. Yeah, I was just there a few months ago with my brother, and we actually drove around. Uh, th- it's actually their spiritual headquarters. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the the one is not. The uh, headquarters, and my brother and I, we were just driving around in circles around the main building, and just was like looking at all of the all of the Sea Org members because Sea Org members they dress in these uniforms that look like a naval uniform because if you haven't realized yet, Elron Hubbard totally based his entire organization on the the Navy essentially and the colors, the the gold, the blue, yeah, the, the white.
0: That, like, the uniforms look. Mm-hmm.
1: definitely look like navy uniforms. So if you ever go to Clearwater, Florida, there's a great beach there. But to get to the beach, you got to drive through Scientologyville, and they're <laughs> everywhere. They got buses. There's like big ass build. They're the nicest buildings in town too, mm-hmm.
0: that, and they're
1: the biggest ones.
0: Yeah, their buildings are very. They they really advertise with their uh, structures like. In California, that celebrity center is like a huge blue building with like it says Scientology big all ass huge sign. across it. Yeah. yeah, they really want to stand out.
1: Which is like interesting because not uh, no other church out there. I don't care how big of a mega church it is, is anywhere near to the size and magnitude of of the yeah. Scientology buildings. It's pretty crazy. And according to Jeffrey Augustine, uh, the author of the blog The Scientology Money Project, the church has a book value of of one point seven five billion and about 1.5 billion of which is tied up in real, real estate. They do invest heavily in real estate and they spend hundreds of millions of dollars on buildings and things like that, so pretty crazy. So we talked about how um, they obtained their uh, reaffirmed the church's ta- tax-exempt status in 1993 after they were under investigation for so long um, they had to really. it was really like a huge celebration, name.
0: too. They, there's like a video clip of them all, like when they found out it was this big event, and they were all like, yeah, no more taxes. This is just crazy to me. I don't think any of the churches should be tax free, but that's a whole other debate.
1: So, yeah. So, I mean, they, they say the reason why they can claim that they're a church is because they do do a lot of charity work and things like that. They do yeah. do a lot of good. And,
0: well, like playing devil's as advocate as, from their side of view yeah um like other churches are shouldn't be tax-free if they're not like
1: yeah i mean the whole idea of like a a religious organization being tax-free i mean it's just like i, I don't know it's it's tough yeah, it's it tough. Is hard
0: i think it should be different taxes but i don't know if it should just be like straight up like, tax-free or there should be a limit it should all it well, definitely this should is be, a whole nother yeah. debate. we can't even get into this don't it have definitely time.
1: should be um, relooked at for sure. Yeah, but according to the official Church of Scientology website, there are now more than eleven thousand churches, missions, and groups in one hundred eighty-four nations, and the movement welcomes more than four point four million new people each year.
0: That's crazy.
1: So they're I, I know
0: someone that joined. It's so weird. She like just disappeared off everything too. All her social media gone.
1: But so a lot sorry. of pe- a lot of people do say that the those are just kind of like blown out of proportion, and that. The Actual number of people is far less than what they say. So I was
0: gonna say that's like a lot
1: All right, let's talk about the leader the current leader of the Church of Scientology David Miscavige interesting looking individual and He is surrounded by lots and lots of controversy. In fact, his own father published a damning book called Ruthless Scientology my son David Miscavige and me and Not only that obviously Actor Leah Remney produced the A&E series, which you haven't seen. It's Scientology in the Aftermath.
0: And it's excellent. She is so amazing. I love love her whole dedication to helping people that are still going through things. Because, I mean, just the amount of families and people that have been torn apart by Scientology is horrible. And people have lost everything, lost all their money and um, have been completely separated from their family members where they can't even talk to them or they're basically excommunicated. They are absolutely
1: exiled from yeah,
0: and she's done a really good job of helping tell their stories that shows very good if you want to learn more about Scientology.
1: Yeah, the show really talks about the controversies about Scientology the you know malicious tactics and practices that they Mm -hmm. do in order to shut people up and you know lots of things have come out through that show and from uh, Leah talking about her experiences and how when she was in it she was told to cover up news stories that were possibly negative and so many different things like that but David Miscavige is another one of those individuals who is actually born into Scientology which a uh-huh. lot of people are actually born into it their parents were already yeah. Scientologists when uh, like other when religions. they were born but David Miscavige apparently left high school at the age of 16 with his father's permission to join the C organization which is a group of Scientology's most dedicated dedicated members. He wound up working directly with L. Ron Hubbard and by age 19 he was leading the Commodores Messenger Organization, a team that investigates problems within the church. Interesting. And in 1986 after Hubbard's death, David rose to his current position as a church leader. And many many people, lots of defectors and probably people in it believe that he just literally like Took over like he. I think he did. He was never gave it anybody a question as to who was going to uh, succeed uh, Mr. Hubbard after he died.
0: Interesting. So this guy kind of just like grabbed hold of reins and took over. he is a weird one. So like he saw a huge really opportunity
1: weird. to take over this jumped, organization and have you know some
0: power because he's like a little guy too. He kind of looks like he'd be the type that would like crave power. Yeah, I'm he's
1: saying. like. And he absolutely does. And he, I don't know. He's he's definitely a he's controversial individual. But I thought this was interesting. Um, one of the most talked about controversies surrounding Scientology is this alleged existence of something called the whole, quote unquote, which is a supposed work camp where troublesome members of the church are detained and rewired. Wow. And uh, actually, Lee Remney was the one who uh, talked about this. The church denies the existence of the hole but many former Scientologists have spoken about it including former church spokesperson Mike Rinder who's in uh there's uh, in the in that show The hole as a place uh so it's basically a place where there's a lot of people that, that believe that they're doing really fucked up shit to people beating people mm-hmm. torturing people possibly physical labor yeah in order to rewire them you know kind of like brainwash them Reboot break them, them. down yeah. yeah exactly
0: break them down yeah
1: and of course the church 100% denies that completely but one of the most interesting things about David Miscavige is that his wife is missing
0: yeah well he doesn't say so right but no one has seen her since what like 2007
1: she disappeared in 2006
0: 2006 so yeah no one's seen her that is the weirdest thing and
1: she was once very public like she was everybody saw her out in and then public she just and-
0: disappeared But he said she's fine. She's just out, not in public anymore. That
1: she's off working somewhere. But it's like, it is really weird.
0: It's very weird. And Lee Remney's like, thinks he did something to her.
1: Her current status is unknown. And yeah, Lee Remney filed a missing persons report. Yeah. And nothing came of it. It Mm -hmm. was like unfounded because they're like, well, she she has every right. You know, she's an adult and they're saying she's not missing. So what's interesting is that in 2015, Shelley was reportedly spotted in public, according to a, a news outlet. An anonymous source told Scientology critic and blogger Tony Ortega that they saw Shelly entering a hardware store in a small town near the Church of Spiritual Technology headquarters in California. Apparently, uh, the insider claimed she was being escorted by two men and looking thin and disheveled, almost like she was homeless. Hmm. She was reportedly spotted again in April 2016, which we don't even know if this confirmed her or not, but it's very interesting. And I I think what raises people's suspicions about the disappearance is the fact that David Miscavige has been accused of allegedly uh, doing physical and emotional abuse on Mm -hmm. members. Yeah, a lot. He
0: seems like the type that would be like angry as fuck, or like like would lose his shit on people.
1: A lot of ex-members have come forward and said that David is a mean guy and has attacked them on numerous uh, occasions. I think some of these people actually come forward on on her show too. Even David's dad Ron agrees with this and David Miscavige actually hired private investigators to follow his dad Ron around Hmm. Because he doesn't like what his dad his dad is even like this guy's a bad guy. He's got bad intentions Everybody needs to wake up to who David Miscavige really is his own dad. He wrote a book about it
0: Wow Exposing his son
1: who yeah, well, you know, he's not
0: full of shit so it's like you do that hmm, exactly. Oh my god, and he just seems like it I just feel like I get such bad vibes from that motherfucker. Sorry
1: <laughs> but he's he's been like hell-bent on making this massive empire of Scientologists and one of his, you know most successful methods for doing this is getting celebrities. So he was very instrumental in getting Tom Cruise to come yeah. on board and well, really like,
0: Tom Cruise is like a little BFF.
1: Yeah, they're definitely like BFFs, like for sure.
0: BFFs.
1: They're definitely like both on the same level, probably Scientology wise. Like, yeah, I don't because think people he has so realize.
0: Much influence. They really value him because he has so much. And
1: you know, he's he been so like for the church and yeah. stuff. So, so yeah, they are very uh, reportedly good friends. So we talked about the Sea Org a little bit. Um, the C organization. So, for those that don't know, not all Scientologists are in the C org, but the most dedicated ones usually are. And David Miscavige is in command of the C org. It's 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 a weird mixture of like military and like corporate management styles. And what's crazy is that the people that are it's not like you get into the sea org and it's like you're introduced into this you know a better life or something. Staff members are. Living in army-like conditions receiving boot camp type punishments for misdeeds and holding militaristic titles within the organization Which we we just watched an episode of of uh, her show where yeah one of uh, it was
0: in the second season it was a
1: couple and one of uh The girl got into the Sea Org, but her husband didn't yeah, and it was like this big fucking it was like It ultimately led to her husband committing suicide. Yeah, because he, he just felt, like he felt so terrible and he kept getting in trouble for everything like they're v- very very strict.
0: Well And the suicide rate in Scientology and they won't tell you this. I don't who, know what who, the statistics can't says, find yeah. a, well, you can't you find can't find because they don't they do cover that, that up. Kind of yeah. yeah, but there's a lot of people there's a lot of just stories like on Leah's show and like all types of um, people have talked about this but there are cases of many people who commit suicide because they feel like Unworthy or unclean and because they think that if they sh- kill themselves they'll just be slingshotted into another body whatever they said, what'd they say your soul like
1: implant you go by the implant station then you get
0: another <laughs> yeah, you body. hit up the implant station so like yeah. they're not that worried about it so no. they kill themselves because they're like well, I stuck in this life it's horrible or their families are separated from them or it's just been like so emotionally draining on them. There's no escape. Or they're being told that like you're having bad thoughts about something or you did something bad and they didn't. But they're they think that they did or they think that their their past souls have done things like can you imagine that stress like actually believing that stuff. So especially when you're like
1: somebody you love is rising up into higher because like yeah if if you're not on the same level then it gets to a point where the higher levels don't even associate with the lower ones
0: yeah
1: what's crazy is that when a scientologist joins the sea org they're required to sign a contract agreeing to serve for one billion Billion years billion years
0: fucking crazy that's so dumb how can you even legally sign a contract for what you won't be alive for that doesn't even make sense
1: According to Scientologists, they believe in reincarnation, you're a con- so
0: contract through them. So you're
1: expected when you return in your next life mm. to continue the org and continue so as a So how C-Org do they member. make
0: sure you fall through?
1: That's a good question. It
0: sounds like that contract's literally <laughs> bullshit.
1: Yeah, that's it's and and what's also crazy is they make kids sign this shit, like young kids that can't even like, yeah. you know, can't get a license or can't get a, you mm-hmm. know. They make them sign it too, without knowing what they're signing up for. So wild! And Sea Org members handle most of the the important aspects and functions of the church. They do everything from cleaning the churches to fundraising, from delivering auditing services to investigating critics and shutting down negative uh, negative uh, news media. From cooking to executive management, many de facto Sea Org members claim they were continually forced to work twenty hour days. For just room and board and a weekly allowance of fifty dollars.
0: This sounds so similar to Jonestown. They were they were working twenty hour days for five. I was waiting a week. for you to bring that up. Really, it just Dude. sounds so similar. There's so many. Like I've just been thinking about how, like, if uh, Jim Jones actually was successful, like, could he have ever risen to this? Because he had a lot of following. He actually did have a pretty big following. But it, it's very similar. It's a similar type.
1: I mean, it goes to show, though. It goes to show the amount of brainwashing that occurs yes. when you join Scientology to get you to a point where you're willing to work 20-hour days for yeah, 50 bucks thinking a week. You're
0: doing it for the betterment of the world, for yourself, for your religion. Like, it's so wild.
1: And the, and when you join the Sea Org, all the members live together, they work together, they eat together, and they're not allowed to marry outside of the organization. Which in Florida, I drove past some of their like living quarters it's like this big condo building where all you can see all the sea org members walking in and out of and stuff in their uniforms and most of them looked young i was like are these college kids like it looked like kids just walking around a college campus but they're all sea org members i just wanted to like hop out and be like so why are you doing this It was funny. Oh, my my brother had his camera like out the window. Yeah, he
0: was literally filming them. I he had been, the like, window rolled down, like
1: we were filming them, and <laughs> and then we drove past like a god. security person. They have like security people that stand outside on the street, and like they, I think he saw us, and he like gave us this look, and so like I sped off. I was like, dude, put the camera down. The-. Oh my god!
0: Because you hear like you.
1: no, like you Just hear, kidding. they'll like follow you, they'll harass you, they'll yeah. you know they
0: don't want you filming them. That's they for don't. Sure.
1: They, they don't. Yeah, they don't want you interfering with them. Very, very weird. And if you try to leave, good mm-hmm. luck.
0: Yeah, it's a very hard process.
1: And some former Sea C- C- Org members have said that if you do leave, they're like, oh yeah, sure you can leave. But then they bill you for thousands of dollars for the teaching and training and the house and board and everything yeah. they provided you. Yeah, They're like, well, fuck you. Here's your bill for yeah, your time. Yeah, it's very here.
0: hard to leave.
1: It's very hard. One
0: girl literally had to like escape. She had to like... She was like in an office she had to wait till someone left and then she literally ran the fuck out of there because they kept being like well you can't leave yet oh you can't do this yet you can't and it's just it's so crazy what people go through with this it's just like
1: for what though and for what <laughs> i know it's spiritual so enlightenment it's like you can get that on your own so some some other controversy surrounding scientology is obviously the secrecy they've been the fact that they've been able to maintain control over like their their literature religious texts symbols all that sort of thing is actually pretty astonishing in this day and age like they keep it really tight like you can't really find that much other than what they've released and what like former members have said about it this i thought was very interesting and i don't think a lot of people know is they have something called gold base have you ever heard of gold base no it's a secret desert hq of the scientology church And the controversial Sea Org Group, which was actually reportedly central to Katie Holmes' marital split from Tom Cruise.
0: Interesting.
1: This place is surrounded by razor-sharp fences surrounding the entire 700-acre compound with spikes pointing in both directions. They have motion sensors along the perimeter and a camouflage sniper bunker hidden in the hillside above. Jesus. And it's unclear whether it's to keep people out or keep people in or both.
0: Dude, I bet it's, it's like an Area 51
1: in. for for Scientology.
0: Whoa, that is so weird. I wonder what they're doing in there.
1: It's supposed, or it's located near the town of Hemet in Southern California, and for decades it was a secret even to most Scientologists. And it was actually brought into the spotlight amid claims that Holmes ended her six-year marriage to Cruz over fears that he wanted to send their yeah. daughter Suri to join the Sea Org.
0: Yeah, she pulled her out of there quick. Poor Katie. She like disappeared after that. I haven't seen her around anywhere. I
1: really know. Well, she was probably like, I got to get out of the spot. You I wonder
0: know? if she is though. Did she come back? I don't know. I don't think I've seen her. But,
1: but this place is, this place costs at least three, $37 million to uh, develop it.
0: Damn.
1: It's bought by the church in 1978 and some 800 of the 6,000 Sea Org members are at the base at any given time.
0: God, that is so and we don't know crazy. what's
1: going on in there. We don't know I mean, I think some of the seniors said like again more fucked up shit is going on there well, Although,
0: Clearly with all that security that's not there for no reason.
1: Well, it's like who's trying to bust in there? Like why yeah. are they protecting it so much?
0: I think they're trying to keep people from leaving
1: that But David Miscavige and other senior Scientologists actually live and work there And they have a castle style film studio, which that's the main that's what the Scientology Church says is Hey guys, it's just like our Hollywood. It's like our compound for recording. We just have media and everything going both ways for the fun. We just it. have a sniper and hidden it's in the hills. They have a ship themed. part of our themed, aesthetic. Because L. Ron Hubbard lived there in the mansion that's yeah. there. Well, that makes sense. Until Maybe he wanted he to protect his ass. Out. They have a huge ship themed swimming pool. L. Ron Hubbard loved his ships and Ship Navy. themed? Wow. Yeah.
0: That's kind of lit. I bet that's kind of fun.
1: It's probably not fun being in there, but some other controversies maybe he makes you walk the plank. <laughs> Seriously, though, well,
0: I guess he's not there to make no, you do anything not. anymore. But... Yeah,
1: but some other controversies regarding Scientology is that they remove criticism from the internet, they have like they do. an elite legal team of lawyers. Like, if you go out and publicly write any articles I'm or I'm
0: sure they'll listen to this
1: recorded a video, like they might even respond to this podcast. Maybe who knows? I mean, hopefully, Leave a comment. Not...
0: drop a comment, Scientology. <laughs>
1: But yeah, they they go and try to get any type of negative media taken down off the internet, off yeah, anything unflattering for them. And they go to all lengths, great lengths, to protect their image. They spread lies about former members. They trick people into donating money. They use celebrities to science news stories. They use lawsuits to stop book releases. They sue. They sue everybody.
0: Yeah, they, they sue.
1: They had to sue the IRS. Get a lot of money over and over and over again before the IRS finally gave in was like all right you can have your taxes obsessed like they've got that much money that they can and they have
0: all these lawyers and shit yeah
1: they can do this and then in the meantime they charge you thousands of dollars to take their courses and and nobody bats an eye that just blows my mind it really does wow but obviously with 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 the show that lee rebney did she's trying to bring legal action against the church she yeah. truly believes that She's the, to the church is has a malicious intent and mm-hmm. is is in the business of harming people not helping people yeah and that the abuse and all of these alleged claims of abuse and you know people or the church turning a blind eye to parents that are you know sexually assaulting their kids and yeah. and things like that and mm-hmm. not doing anything or not you know nothing ever happens um just kind of fuels fuels that argument i think yeah
0: there was a girl that her father had like uh molested her for years but he was part of the sea org so when she finally told someone they were like you shouldn't say those types of things about your father
1: they just deny 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 like i was
0: horrified i was crying remember watching that one because it's just so fucked up for these people that are like so so controlled in this and they feel like they have no one to go to
1: it's really fucked up and and in you know, all the people, you know, whenever you, w- with these types of, of cults or organizations, I mean, when we start talking about whether Scientology is a cult or a religion, I think that, you know, it definitely leans more towards being a cult just based upon the the, the factors that have come forward saying what occurs there. The fact that they've been investigated by the FBI for years, you know, they're, they're under the radar of CIA. I mean, they're definitely, you know, on law enforcement's radar, but... Mm. What blows me away is that if these things are true, if these these types of things and, you know, the FBI was investigating them for human trafficking, I think in 2009, they were investigating uh, the Church of Scientology for human trafficking because of these Sea Org members that were saying that were literally being treated as like slaves, like working for $50 a week and horrible conditions. And, you know, we saw the like the girl you were just talking about, she talked about how as a kid in the Sea Org, they'd make kids out yeah. and do crazy labor, like yeah. building whole streets and sidewalks yeah, and all well, this crazy... Yeah, they
0: someone to build their crazy architecture everywhere.
1: Yeah. So they use, you know, child kids. labor and, yep. you know, so they were uh, being investigated for human trafficking, but I don't think they ever brought any sort of criminal yeah. charges against them, which is interesting and, and makes you think, why is that? If they really are doing all these bad things, why hasn't, like, this been like, you know, with... uh? Oh fuck! I can't remember his name. Uh, Waco. What's uh, Jim Jones? No, David. uh, Miss No, 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 no. What? No, No, the FBI raided Waco, Texas. They'll burn down the thing. What the the Davidians? Sorry, the Davidians. Oh, okay. Yeah, it reminds me of like the Davidians. Like, you know, the FBI went there and fucking raided that shit, ended up burning the whole thing down. Mm -hmm. You know why? There, why hasn't there been any type of FBI raid or law enforcement raid on any Scientology? Uh, Establishments,
0: because they have a lot of money. I don't know.
1: I think they're able to protect. I think the secrecy aspect to it is what protects them. Yeah, they keep it so tight and so sealed that nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing that shows any evidence gets out. Mm -hmm. You know, and it takes a long time
0: of you being in it to prove your loyalty before you're told anything important.
1: Again, they compartmentalize everything and all the information within all the different levels of Scientology. You know, all the way up to the OT levels. I mean. Who knows what Tom Cruise fucking knows about? Oh, he probably you know, knows everything there on. is to know. I'm sure he sits out there like in their executive meetings and, you know, it's Tom and David Miscavige together yeah. talking about what they're doing. And it's like, what is their end game? What's the end goal for Scientology? What are they trying to do? Like, are they really just trying to spread this religion that they've created and, you know, self-enlightenment? more and, and more and more. They are. And they're continuing to grow. They're continuing to spend money and getting bigger and but bigger. But it's like.
0: Maybe they're not trying to do anything other than just make a fuck ton of money and control people, because at the end of the day, that's what it does. And like, you know, you can look at a church as a business, and a business that doesn't have to pay taxes, so it's a pretty good business to be in. Yeah. Um. So I think money drives a lot of it. I mean, these people live very lavish lifestyles. The ones at the top, like, it's all about fancy stuff. Yeah. These huge events. I mean, they look like Met Gala balls. It's stuff. crazy. It's like just wild. YouTube
1: it and yeah. yeah. Like they're building Tom Cruise a new apartment penthouse or something like in this huge Sick. building that's like costing millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, and for a him. lot of that
0: is just from people's courses because the thing is with Scientology is that it's cost so much money that it ends up being like over how much you would spend on a house for people just average on yeah, the lower yeah. end, and then it you know goes up from there. And all that money is going back towards these fucking people at yeah. the top. Yeah,
1: David Miscavige's life, and you know. But they, they do a good job. At, they really do a good job of like masking that stuff and, and being like, oh, well, we're using it for community service and, you know, spreading the message and I would love, building I'd new be, churches. I'm sure we'd
0: never be able to do this, but it would be so cool to have a t- Scientologist on. I'd just be so interested <sighs> to hear.
1: I don't know if they would, though.
0: I don't think they can.
1: I don't think they can either.
0: I definitely don't think they can. I don't but think it they would been be able to talk Maybe to Maybe an ex-Scientologist or someone.
1: Keep trying to poke holes and stuff and they'd be like shutting that down. Yeah, You'd probably be getting really angry though. It's just, there's, I mean, there's so many things about it. We could go on and on about Scientology because yeah. there's just so many, there's so many alleged, you know, abuses and, and crimes and there's conspiracies about people they might have possibly killed. And there's mm-hmm. just all these different, un, oh, yeah. you know.
0: We could do it like a part huge two. Huge
1: claims without a lot of evidence and things like that. I even heard like they audition wives for Tom Cruise, like other Scientology <laughs> yeah. women. They like march him in front of him and he chooses like who he wants and stuff like <laughs> crazy shit like that so it's and i don't know it's it's really interesting but because of lee Remney's show um on a and e the church has created uh, an organization called stanley.org which is scientists taking action against discrimination and just i'm going to read their statement it says lee Remney's irresponsible and spiteful a and e show spreads religious discrimination and hate for profit wow to date there have been more than 500 threats including dozens of death threats as well as acts of vandalism coinciding with airing of her series people suffer parishioners and their children the church and officers of the church all have been subjected to unprecedented number of threats ranging from passing discriminatory insults to extreme threats of violence that require the involvement of law enforcement those making the threats to have in some cases specifically cited lee Remney as their inspiration so if if that is in fact true like this is not good. I mean, this it's almost like, you know, is her show doing more bad than good or is it going to actually bring? I think you it's know- important
0: that those people's stories are told. I mean, they're not making the shit up. I mean, if you're going to get mad at Leah, you're going to have to get mad at everyone else. That's also a victim and telling their stories. You know, you're going to have to say that they're all full of shit, too, for profit. What are they? They're not getting paid. What do they have to gain out of this? The show is barely about Leah. Like she's in between it. She interviews the people, but it's mainly stories of people who have been in the church, who've been part of it. So they really can't say it's bullshit. They can try but
1: which they do they, they're they just literally saying everyone deny on the every show is full of flame. shit yeah okay literally they say everything she says is a lie it's not true it's been stretched whatever
0: she's not only the one saying it though it's backed up it's by tons of, of other people
1: a lot of, i think a lot of people god. are just scared and, and don't she's want to not scared
0: though god i would love to have fearless. that woman on our podcast wouldn't that be cool
1: <laughs> fearless man
0: i love her so much she's such a badass
1: so yeah uh, closing thoughts i think that I think Scientology is a cult. I think it is. I, I think too. it's less religion, more cult, especially now. I see it
0: as more of a just a business. But it's a, a, a scheme.
1: But the yeah, I think there's definitely a scammy aspect to yeah. it for sure. Because it seems like money is the motivation. Like yeah. now at least. like I think David Miscavige has kind of twisted it in a new direction as mm-hmm. far as being a cash cow for yeah. him and for... You know other elite members of the group, and yeah. has realized like, oh, people are dumb enough to <laughs> sign up for this shit and pay thousands of dollars, yeah, potentially millions over years and years and years.
0: Yep. But basically, the their brainwashing
1: to techniques, the mind control stuff they use, the secrecy, the control, all resemble cult.
0: Yeah, me. I agree.
1: And when you look at the beginnings, and you look at Elron Hubbard as a whole, and you look at you know how he got influences from other cults and things like that you start to it starts to paint a very clear picture that there was you know control behind this from the very beginning and you know wanting to have this group of loyal followers so yeah i don't know it's very interesting i would definitely want to hear your guys' thoughts, you know, tweet us at Malhar or Leave us a comment on YouTube. Let us know what you guys think about Scientology. If you've ever been into a Scientology church or taken their personality test or just what your thoughts are. Do you think they're a cult? Do you think they're a religion? We definitely want to know. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of the Malhar Podcasts. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and on iTunes. We really appreciate it. But that will wrap it up for us today. Any final words, Kendall?
0: That is it. We'll see you guys next time. Stay safe. And stay woke.